What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Ten Rich Podcast. We it's a singular episode. Country. He's still not back to the U.S. Uh, per our chat on well, our chat on that we have uh, going through Canada yeah. uh, at the moment. So he's he's working his way back. And, and, and we'll probably be back on next week. Me and Richard are both on cell phones, so it's going to get yeah, real crazy. Audio's going to sound horrible. We're probably going to be a little bit delayed in responding to each other. But you know what? We we do what we, we, we have to work with what we got. We're sticking to a schedule, damn it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Kennedy's a, Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> Kennedy's Canada. in Canada. He's in uh, Canada, chilling. Uh, we hope he finds a plane I, soon. I post. Yeah, because he's on like, uh, man, uh, was it a two-week vacation? It was like a two-week so, vacation. If not, it was a week and a half. I feel like, is this the second pot or third pot he's missed? In a uh, row? Third. This must be the third. Yeah. So, yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Because he left the day, yeah, so two two weeks and he'll probably be back at some point at home. He'll probably be home finally at some point tonight or in the morning. Yes. And then, yeah, um, Fourth of July. July. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Fourth of July this year was a little frustrating. It's like you have this. For me, at least, and with two young kids, it's like you have this kind of envision in your head of what you want to do, and it wasn't super like extravagant or anything super special, but you you know you wake up and you're like you have this plan, and then you're you're one of your kids is like not feeling well, and so you're like crap, <laughs> so you have to adjust, and then you go you have lunch plans and you go to the you go to the the venue and then they're not open, <laughs> so oh, man, you're that's not going to be open for the fourth. So you had to you know change uh, restaurants, which wasn't that big of a deal. But you get you know we go to a different restaurant, and I was kind of like it was just okay. Like I probably ordered I shouldn't have ordered what I ordered. I I got a I wanted to keep it light, and so I end up getting like some uh, like chicken. Uh, mac and cheese type thing, and uh, oh, it just really wasn't that good. Yeah, like you're like, it sounded better on paper. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if it's good, it's gonna be really good. But if it's bad, it's really bad. And it was on the bad end. Or even if it was okay, like even if it's okay, you're like, you know, it's it's just all right. You're gonna be disappointed because you want it to be good. I with chicken fingers. <laughs> Can't look, can't beat it, man. Can't beat chicken tenders. Because there, that the place I went to was Miller's Ale House in Franklin, and they're kind of more known for their chicken ten- tenders or whatever. I think they call them something like something weird. But um, my wife's like, I'm gonna get them, and so I'm like, all right, cool. I want to kind of keep it light um, and everything. So I. Uh, Went with that option and it was not a good option. <laughs> I did have a I'm Sam hoping. Adams summer 
summer uh, beer, and that has got to be one of the most underrated, like, commercial beers. I don't know if you want to call it Sam Adams commercial, but it's it's bigger than, like, a microbrewery, so it's one of the oldest breweries in the U.S., so. Yeah. But their summer beer is really fucking good. How was your fourth? My fourth was good. Um, I I really celebrated and partied for the fourth the Saturday before. Um, we went to this place called Pasta and Provisions on Park. The one of the best sandwiches uh-huh. I've ever had. Like, it was just oh no, it was a turkey with Swiss. Don't don't tell Kenny though because he, you know, last time. Yeah, I know. Last time I mentioned uh, <laughs> liking a sandwich, he had to be the judge of it. But, like, yeah, I, hey, trust me. I, I'm willing to risk it by saying it, it's not the best. <laughs> it's definitely one of the best. And it's not – it wasn't, like, super overcomplicated ingredients, turkey, cheese, lettuce, and a little mayo on, uh, on a roll. And, dude, it's just the ingredients that they use there are so good that the sandwich was just amazing. And so it wasn't anything fancy, but it was just, oh, excuse me, really, really well made. Um, and then I just proceeded to drink all day. Uh, <laughs> we went to Catawaba and I drank a couple beers there. And then we went and hung out with Scott and Jordan for the rest of the night. See, man, I, that's my probably favorite brewery in North Carolina now. Oh, it's for sure going to be one of the reasons how I get you to come here and visit with Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, a, on, it's my favorite. Especially, what was the one that we had at your wedding? The uh, oh, White Zombie is my favorite beer. White Zombie, yeah. I knew it was something like so Morbid. <laughs> and they do, what I like about it, though, is, is they do seasonal flavors. So then they oh, have okay. their base. And then I have, they have a black... Ooh, Golly, I have a they had a blackberry one up there that I tried that was very good. Um, I've had strawberry. I've had like five different kinds. I feel like, and they're all really good. But like sometimes that I mean, when you get the original and it's just fresh, it's so damn good. Yeah. So that was any fireworks. No fireworks. I had to be at work the next morning. I got to be at work early, so there's no real point in staying up late and just being disappointed in myself all day. <laughs> yeah, it's just oh, not so, worth it. <laughs> so funny thing. So I have a one-year-old, and so even though he was born in May of last year, like Fourth of July was a lot different this year. Like he kind of knows what's going on now, and so. Uh, my five-year-old, I'm, like, hyping her up and, uh, trying to get her to, like, you know, we had, like, we got some, like, little fireworks, like, smoke bombs, like, stuff that's not even scary at all, and she, like, so we, I lit a sparkler just so that she could see it, and I was, like, I was just holding it, and she was, like, I'm out, nope, not having it. My son is like running towards me with the biggest shit eating grin I've ever seen him have. Like, oh, you're yeah, like going down. And I'm like, a little, didn't you? You're... what's that? <laughs> Did you cried a little, didn't you? I was proud. 
but I was a little upset because I was like, man, I was, I was, you know, the whole time when I was talking to my five-year-old, she was like, yeah, like she was kind of hyped up about it. And I was like, all right, cool. And so I tried to show her a few things and like, she just wasn't having it on any of it. And I'm like, damn. So, <laughs> but my son was yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. I don't know what y'all are doing, but I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, I still, I remember when that the last year me and Mike sold fireworks. We, uh, we both bought some and we were shooting them off in his backyard. Just everybody came over. We kind of had our own little 4th of July at his yeah. place. Dude. That was still that's that was some of the funniest fireworks ever, because like we we didn't really tempt fate, but those tubes were wobbling when that thing shot off. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing's nothing uh, more nerve wracking than some sketchy ass fireworks though. But that's the thing; they weren't like sketchy fireworks, but they were being very sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, it's like that weird uncle that doesn't act sketchy until he's had, like, four beers. He's yeah. just weird out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, speaking by it from experience at all. Um, well, that joke did not land. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually trying to think of an example, but then I was like, the example that came in my, my mind, I was like, I probably shouldn't say. So I just uh, stopped. <laughs> You're learning. You're growing. I'm, I'm proud of you, Richard. Usually we don't stop. A little bit, yeah, uh, a little bit filtered more more than usual lately. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I had a really chill 4th of July. I had a lot of fun. We went over to Scott and Jordan's. Her parents came over. Scott, Scott man, like, like, Bill likes to work his smoker, right? Like, he loves, like, I'll give it to Scott. Scott, like, loves grilling yeah not like at the massive scale that like bill does i'm sure he would like to learn how to do that oh i'm the same like, way. i love grilling i know i'm nowhere close to being some kind of grill master i yeah. can do pretty good on some hamburger hot dogs steaks like the usual stuff but man i would love to one day be on yeah like bill's level or any kind of pit master level bill, i'll say scott, i think scott kind of enjoys like he has a, a big green egg and he just kind of, he, he knows how to work his zone. And he doesn't, mm -hmm. he's really good at it. So, I mean, he, it's it's so funny. People like that, they just, you can tell they love it. I want to grill a pizza on a big green egg at some point in my life. All you got to do is get a stone. And yeah, another no, thing it, I'll, I'll suggest easy. to you. Got to have the equipment. <laughs> let, me, let me give you a little tip. Find somebody that has a Costco card and get the big green egg knockoff. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it the Komodo? No, what is it? I think, yeah, like, I think you're right. Yeah, it's like uh, Char Grill, I think, makes it. Yeah, but it's the same. It's, it's like Komodo. It's the same exact thing. Yeah, it is the same design. Yeah, it's Scott, that's what Scott has. It's the, it, like, it does the exact same stuff that you need it to do in the exact okay. same way. So, I yeah, know I'm always like, We'll take wings over there. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going to help because I'll just get in your way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. My smoker can get up 
pretty high temps. I don't know if I'd want to try it though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to mess with if you if you got your smoker so I, I you get want a good it fire going. Yeah. And uh, I said, if you've got your smoker how you want it, I wouldn't fool with it too much. Just you know, yeah. you know what to do with it. But um, you got to get a you got to start greasing that wheel for a, a a good a good grill. I will say this though, man, I grilled some steaks last week, and it might have been mm-hmm. the best steaks I've ever grilled. <laughs> They were thick, salted down. It was perfect. Uh, would you get them to medium? Yeah, I, I yeah, I would uh, medium, medium rare. Like, okay. I don't like my steaks like bloody, but that needs to be pretty pink. It needs to be cooked just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just, just enough a little bit. Like a, a viral infection. It takes the Ebola out of it. Yeah. Uh, dude, I got pretty good at cooking steaks inside there for a while. I I would take the skillet and I heat it up as hot as it would get. And I would drop butter in it and I would sear each side of the steak. And then once I seared each side of the steak, I would throw it in the oven at two. I already have the oven preheated for 250. Throw it in the oven for at 250 for about 15 minutes with some garlic. Yeah. Some pepper? Perfect. Come out medium, tender as hell. Salted yeah. pepper with some garlic. Uh, I loved it. See, I want to get into like searing on a cast iron and then smoking type. You know stuff. what I want to get into? Whatever that process is. Well, I've started getting back into it. I've been going to the driving range here lately, so I'm, I'm slowly getting back into oh. golf. Oh, pretty, when, pretty when, happy about that. When do you take a little golf like day? So at some point, like when we get to catch up again on your entire. That's, that's the that's the thing about Charlotte. It's the city of a million golf courses, <laughs> and all of them are nice. Like I don't belong on any of them. <laughs> See, this reminds me of another topic that I, I will just try to mention briefly because we're because uh, of time, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, if the, the conversation takes us there, the conversation takes us there. It's yeah, right. that's that's kind of how this podcast goes sometimes. But uh, yeah. I had stadium tour in our notes, and what I meant by that is like you've always said, if you won the lottery, you wanted to go like on a vacation where you visit, you know, different venues of like either a football game or a stadium or something where yeah, just across the country. And I yep. was thinking, we've been talking for the past few pods about guys trips. What if we just, or, or even just like hanging out, we've mentioned Gatlinburg several times. What if we just did that? Like once a year, guy trip to a game of whatever level. And I don't hate that idea. I do not hate that idea. This year, though, I might be, I'm waiting for Kenny to come back in town because I may have, I don't want to get into it on the, for the pod. But I may have next year's a plan for next year. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, and this doesn't have to be, like, soon or anything. Just just a, something that I thought would be cool. But what stinks about that is this would be a good year to do it because Charlotte goes to Nashville. 
Yeah. That's true. So that would that would be a fun trip. I would have to take Monday and Tuesday off, but it'd be totally worth it, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I've got something this year kind of in the works, but I like that idea. Okay. Even if it's a baseball game. Like, yeah, like it could be anything. Yeah. It could be like, and it don't have to necessarily be teams that we follow or anything. Like, I think it'd be cool to go catch a Notre Dame game just to go there and experience that. You know, oh yeah, environment or Ohio State or something, just something a little out of out of the norm. Now, I'll tell you my idea if I won the lottery for the stadium tour was is we would pick, we'd go through the schedule. And we would pick games we'd go to every week. Yeah. Um, it'd have to be like, get as close to a rival game as you can get. Yeah. And whatever team we were there, like whatever, whoever the home team was, we had to be fans that weekend of that team. Yeah. And so like the idea was, is I'd buy gear for everybody for that, for that week. And we'd walk around like super fans. Yes. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and experience like all that is to whatever fan base it is. Yes. Whether tailgating or whatever traditions they do. Right. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Chances are very unlikely us winning the lottery. So what if we did this like once a year type thing? That would be, it'd be easier for me to do it in college football that was non-SEC schools. Than it yeah. would be for pro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, I could be convinced. You also mentioned if you won the lottery of having a fire-ass RV to travel to these different games. Oh, yet. yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't have that if we did this now. But <laughs> No, this would be Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest or driving. Uh, but, yeah, I think that would be a fun – that's a great idea. I Like – I had a, an uncle of mine. You may have met my uncle John at the reception. You may not have. The the uncles kind of stuck together at Yazoo. Oh. <laughs> and uh, him and his friends used to fly and watch Chicago Cubs games out yeah. of Nashville. Because they're like, the flight is super cheap. And it's you can always, yeah. as soon as the game's over, you can get on a plane and come right back. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. And now you really can do it. Because the pitch, the pitch clock, the games go faster. Oh yeah, I have yeah, not heard. We go to Wrigley. I'm actually probably going to Chicago next year because my wife's family does a reunion thing every two years, and so the next one is next year, but it's in uh, Bloomington, which is like an hour or two south of Chicago, and we're like, we could go to Chicago right after, and. Maybe go catch a game, Cubs game, or just go to Chicago and chill for a couple of nights. And what if it lined up? The Cubs played the Braves that that weekend or whatever. Be amazing. Like it'd be that's it's meant to be. But yeah, I think I think we should do that. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. We we all kind of throw an idea of a game. Like even if we went, like I think it would be cool if we went to. Like, even if it was, like, an Oklahoma game. Yeah. That would be just super random and just something fun to do. Or if it's, like, a, a, a special game, like, like, like 
Tennessee and Virginia are playing in Nashville at Nissan Stadium, like a like a that would be yeah. like something that would might be, a, be somewhere else. Yeah, it'd be a fun game to go to. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, like a neutral site type game. Yes. That way you can experience that, both fan bases to an extent. Yeah, and you it would make it easier if you if you have no connection to the game at all. That way yeah. you can just kind of have fun. Yeah. Like Notre Dame, like if Notre Dame played Army, that would be perfect. They're actually playing, I think Notre Dame and Navy are playing in Ireland. <laughs> oh, that's right. They are this year. Yeah. But like go to a home opener like that. I think that would be a really cool game. I mean, shit, just a Navy game period would be cool to go to. Oh, Army-Navy. Already. Yeah. That's on my bucket list for sure of things I'd like to see. Maybe that's maybe that's the trip for next year. It's in Philadelphia, right? Uh, they they've been moving it more so recently. I think oh. this year it is in no last year it was in New York. I have to look it up see where it is this year. I know uh, the same uncle that would go to Chicago. He got to go to the uh, Army Navy game with a guy that graduated from the Citadel. And he was like, oh. it was the craziest thing ever because, like, we'd go to this place and they're like, it's a private party. And the guy would show his ring and he'd get let in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's that's weird. He's like, yeah, man, I was just there. I was like, yeah, it's kind of what you do at that point. You just follow it. See, I would love to go to the Army Navy game in Philadelphia just because of all the history with uh, the Marine Corps and, you know, being born there, being our you know, the first capital of U.S. and just outside of the just normal Philly thing to do, like the historical stuff of that while leading up to an Army-Navy game would be cool. Oh, it'd be cool if they did it, if we were able to go to an Eagles game too that same weekend. Yeah, I, I think they usually don't do, don't do them the same weekend just because of the field being jacked. It usually <laughs> snow. It's such it's a big, big deal, too. Yeah, it's in mid-December, so they and they do a lot. So it'd be, you know, maybe a maybe a like Seventy Sixers game though. Maybe, maybe I like that, how we're working, working. That's where it gets crazy because you like you could probably double up on some stuff going the to the gear, right the gear, right time. The, the gears are turning. The gears are yeah. definitely turning. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, no man, that's just. Uh, that's always been something I was always kind of like, at some point, I'd like to get out and start checking stuff out. Yeah. And start. And me and you kind of have a same groove of if we're at a game and it's just a bloodbath, like, I can look at you and you're like, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. yeah. 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 Or let's oh, just go. Man. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go. Let's find somewhere to go have a drink and food. Yeah. And now, like, more so than ever, like, I'm a very, like, I don't have to be in my seats kind of guy. Like, I love a good no, horse that can see the game and just yeah. stand and drink and get food and just, like, walk around a little bit. I don't know when that started, but I almost enjoy that more than trying to sit in some seats. Well, my thing is, is, like, if I want to go sit down, I'll go sit down. Yeah. But if I if I can watch the game, if I can sit, stand in a good spot, I can kind of. Because if you're at the game, you can't watch it on the big screen. You're not really there for that. You're there for the atmosphere. You're there for 
the feeling it gets when a big play happens. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess Geodas Park is probably what's really gotten me on that more so more so than anything. <clears throat> well, the sound, Central Sounds uh, First Horizon Park is like that too. Oh yeah, because they got a little band box area that's like just a hangout spot. Like you, you can just stand around like by a bar and watch the game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is really neat. You know what's also really neat? What What do you got for me? I watched something. Uh, it might have been the night of the 4th of July. That might have been one of the most favorite things that I've watched that I wasn't expecting to be so good. And that was Juvenile on NPR's Tiny Desk. Dude, it was so good. Wasn't it's one it? of the best things on the internet. It's one yeah, of the it was like the best thing I've watched. I was I was feeling pure joy watching that. It's so good, and then Manny Fresh is there. Everybody's yeah. happy. Like it's awesome. That's the thing about a Tiny Desk concert. When it's good, it's one of the best things out. Like yeah. you're like it's like the uh, I'm trying to think of ones that that were really good. The Usher one has that funny meme from it. The um, the Mac Miller one. Still has that the the song from it um, that still gets every now and then I'll see it on Facebook. They um, God, there's so many I can't think of them all. Damn, why am I just I, like realizing that this has been around longer than I thought? Oh, dude, it's been around forever. Anderson Park was really good on there. Um, dude, I follow it on YouTube. It's I haven't seen the Usher one, but I'm like, yep, that is where the, the whole meme thing came from. Yep. And I just now realized that. Came from Usher. It's one of the funniest things. <laughs> By the way, hilarious. have you watched the new season of uh, Dave with Little Dicky? Not yet, man. I need oh, to. Man. I was about to say, Usher has a scene in that, in one of the episodes that I was going to bring up. But you hadn't seen it, so I don't want to bring it up. But it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> good to know. I'll remember that. There's a lot of really uh, good videos in this season of Dave that one of them, and I can't wait to talk about it, is I'm going to have to put it in the notes so I don't forget. One of them shocked me to my core. Oh, really? Yeah, of how I didn't, I did not expect him to pull off this big of a cameo and for this big oh, of a yeah. cameo to be I know. a part of the episode. Like, be in the entire episode. Are you Actually, talking about Drake? Two episodes. Talking no, about this Drake? is even bigger than Drake to me. Oh wow! Okay, all right. I'll but to check it but out. yes, Drake too was pretty funny. But that was that made me laugh. And the whole <laughs> scene because it's been building up, and I was like, if you're following the story, that's like his biggest um, idol. So he's been wanting to meet Drake forever, but. Right. And I'm not going to spoil it just yet for people. You just, but um, no, just go this watch is it. bigger than that. To me, at least. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Okay. They are in the same episode, I'm pretty sure, too. I'll have to check it out for sure. Then. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's, it's either the last episode or the second last episode. Yeah. I'm blown away. Season two kind of just, it starts so slow. 
and it just kind of turned me off from everything. Excuse me. It was very random. Like, there was just very. Everything was very random. And not to say that season one wasn't, but season one was random in a good way. Or season two was kind of random. You're just kind of like, ah, I could have done without that episode. What are we doing here? Right. Season three is really good, and it follows actually it follows a storyline for once. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. I don't know, man. Season one of Dave may be the funniest TV ever. Him and uh, uh, the the scenes between with him and uh, what's the producer guy, Benny Blanco? Yeah. Oh my god. Was that season? That was season one, right? That was season two. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That was the only probably good thing about season two. <laughs> was him and Benny Blanco, yeah. Benny Blanco calling my chat. But anyways, uh, but yeah, going back to Tiny Desk. If you haven't watched it, watch Juvenile. Many freshers in it. He even brings some people in that is unexpected, but like knowing the setting, when he brought in Trumbo and Shorty, I was like, "Damn, that's that's dope as hell." I think Trumbo and Shorty has actually been on uh, Tiny Desk before. Yeah, that's pretty funny that he came back to do that. <laughs> that they came back to do that. Sorry. And like um, I've been pretty vocal to my friend group. I don't know if I ever meant meant this on the podcast. I may have of how much I hate hearing back that ass up now. But hearing it on there, and then he did it twice, I was like, all right, I can listen to this. I'm cool with it now. But the normal version, as much as I love Juvenile, the Hot Boys, and all that, like, I just, I've heard back that ass up literally thousands of times in my life, and I don't need to hear it again. (laughs) I'm over it. But also, on the tiny list. More rappers should use a band orchestra stuff for live shows instead of just a DJ. Like, oh, like, yeah. It is significantly better. And oh, Jay-Z's been doing it for a long time. He's one of the best, if not the best rapper to see live, period. But if you're not doing that, man, just... Like, some rap shows you can go to, and it's just fucking horrible. It's like a DJ... And the music's turned up too loud, like it doesn't sound good, and the rapper is just like mumbling or like yelling or doesn't have all the words, and it's just like seems like a bunch of people on stage hollering. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I I think NPR does a lot of good stuff. They put out a lot of good stuff. They put out a lot of good documentaries. They have a lot of really good random shows. They have they have a really good podcast lineup but tiny desk literally might be the best thing that they do yeah it's just everything about it's entertaining it's awesome yeah you know what's also entertaining and awesome is this season two of the bear yeah we got to speed through this though we'll get, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get through it which is fine because uh, i haven't seen all of it yet so um i, I don't know how much you want to dive into we, it but no, we finished it, and I will say this. The worst thing about The Bear is that you want to watch more of it. Yeah, it goes by fast. It's that good. Only like 20, 
40 minute episodes max. They're usually oh, you, get an hour. you get an hour episode this season. Oh, I haven't got there. Dude. That one yet. Dude, it's so good. Everything is good. And they just take it up every, every, so far, there's been two seasons. Season one was amazing. Season two, they took it up a notch and it's so good. Yeah. I, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy when, when people are able to do that with a TV show and you just, you're like, now I got high hopes for season three. You kind of yeah. got to bring yourself down to reality a little bit too, because you know it's it's not going to happen for a long time because of the writer strike. So you may not get oh, a yeah. season three for two years, three years. Yeah. So you just kind of have to do. That's the problem with dude TV right now. There's just there's not going to be anything to watch after a while if the strike doesn't get figured out because everybody stopped writing. Um, Luckily, football's coming up. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, but in between football, you won't have anything. So, like, I was listening to an interview with Danny McBride, and they asked him about, because he writes for, what's that HBO show he does about the preachers? Um, I'm not sure. Gemstones. The Royal Gemstones. Oh, okay. Which is hilarious. I haven't seen that. And they asked him if he finished writing this season, he goes, yeah, we got it in before the writer's strike. We got everything in before the writer's strike. And they're like, so you're not writing right now? He's like, no, I'm not writing at all right now. Was this on a Sunday conversation? No, this was on Matt and Shane's secret pod. No, it was on someone else's. Okay. I haven't watched it. It was on someone else's conversation yet. So I need to do that too. Sunday conversation's pretty good. Anytime you get somebody on Sunday conversation that plays along, yeah, it makes it be- it makes it really good. Some of the guys don't, or some of them think they're playing along, and they're really not. You know, um, favorite that played a little. Which one? T Pain. T Pain was good. Little Yachty was hilarious. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that full one yet, so I need to watch that. Too. I need to go down. And catch up on some that I haven't seen yet. Full full ones that I haven't seen yet. That, those are good. Uh, the Hezbollah is good. Dude, if you don't watch Sunday Conversations, I, I know you may not like it because it's Barstool Sports. It's one of the best things that they have. And it's hilarious interviews. No, I, I like Sunday Conversations. For the, like, I need, to, yeah, I need to get catch up on a few, though. It's an edgier between two curves. Yeah. I'll say that much. And I like Lenny Balls. And, he doesn't and, uh, do anything. Everybody's yeah. like, Lenny's, he doesn't do anything. Literally, if he didn't work at Barstool, he'd be cutting keys at a Home Depot. <laughs> he has his own podcast, though. Like, he has a couple of... Uh... Do you know what his podcast is? Yeah, it's like an Viewing like he interviews uh, OnlyFans, OnlyFans uh, models, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is like, hilarious. Good for him. Like, a lot of it is like he he's living the dream. Yeah, he is. He still lives at home with his parents. He, he was in Nashville recently for the uh, the bus with the boys beer thing. Yeah, uh, he was here for that. Him and Dana. They flew him out there. They flew him out there. Barstool did it on Barstool's dime, put him in a hotel, 
Oh, he tried to move to Nashville. When so, yeah, because he loves it, apparently. Like, that's his favorite city in the whole wide world. Yeah, so he it's... went to Dave Portnoy and said, hey, I, <laughs> he goes, I want to move to Nashville. Or he said, I, I'm thinking I might move to Nashville. He goes, why? He goes, because I really like it there. You know, I'd like to live there and hang out. And he goes, all right, so what are you going to do? And Glennie was like, well, well kind of what I do now. He goes, yeah, but you do that here now. So what are you going to do different in Nashville? And he was just kind of like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. He said, no, nah, you're not allowed to move to Nashville. Okay. <laughs> but Glennie I mean, just looked at me and goes, he goes, I got to have a plan, Glennie. Yeah, but that's just Glennie. Glennie, he's, he has lucked into so much success that you just have to be like in awe. Like he yeah. has just fallen. Every time he just falls into something. Like, Sunday conversation would not be the same without Glennie. No. Like, they've tried other people, and just Glennie is the best. Glennie yeah, will do... Between him and Caleb, works the best. They're like, hey, we need a fat guy with his shirt off. Call Glennie. Hey, <laughs> let's... We need. We want to start a, a beach clothing line. What are we going to call it? Let's call it yeah. Balls Beachwear. And so, that's... Dude, he just, like, falls into success everywhere he goes. And he's the... not, like... He's a pretty humble guy too, so it's pretty funny. I haven't been to the the Barstool uh, bar yet downtown. I, I don't think I'll go. It'll probably <laughs> I'll probably have to do something at, like with work to actually go there. It's not something yeah. I'm go to. But I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I'm it good. Great. It looks great. Looks cool. Has a lot of TVs. I heard the food was mediocre at best. I wouldn't probably uh, like unless I'm like drunk and like I need some something to just get me straight. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Is there not serving is there to high quality? They're missing out, <laughs> dude. I I don't know. They're probably just no. They're they're green. doing the Nashville bar, Broadway bar scene. You don't have to do anything special at all there. You just have to. Have real estate. People are going to come and get drunk there. Especially, there's not yeah. really like it's 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 technically a sports bar, and there's not really that many like sports bars on Broadway. So if you're like visiting Nashville and your favorite team's playing, it's probably a good place to go to. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, man, I gotta hop off here. Cool. Well, uh, everybody listening, we appreciate you doing that. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and coming soon, I guess, Threads, <laughs> which threads. we can figure that out and sure. go from there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you're on Threads, uh, I don't think we've we'll, – we'll get it set up so you can follow us there, too. But anyways, We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right, right, y'all have a good one. I'll holler. Peace.